Lecture Topic Parting Advices of Prophet Muhammad, Peace and Salutations Upon Him Allah Ta'ala sent Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as a mercy to the entire universe and his entire Mubarak life from the moment that Allah Ta'ala sent him on earth and especially from the time that he was granted Nubuat until the last breath literally to the last breath he was an embodiment of every goodness and of giving everything for the sake of the Ummah of Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he left this dunya and parted from this dunya with that deep concern about how the Ummah will take their way forward and therefore till the last breath he continued to impart advice to them so that they may take it to heart and they may make their lives valuable, successful. So in the short time that we have, we will discuss some of the parting advices of Nabi Kareem in the last days of his Mubarak life on earth and in the last moments of his Mubarak life on earth. Already from the time of Hajjatul Wada, Nabi Kareem had already been making the indications and in fact some very clear statements that the time for his departure from dunya has become very close on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada which was barely some two and a half months before he left this dunya he said to the Sahaba anni manasikakum, that learn from me your rights of Hajj perhaps I might not ever see you again after this year you might not get this opportunity of learning Hajj from me directly again. And then likewise, when the surah of, of the Qur'an Sharif was revealed on that same occasion, the last time now, close to the departure, this too was a clear message that the time to leave dunya has come, the mission has now been completed. So in any case, the final illness of Nabi Kareem Salaam then commenced approximately 13 days before he left this dunya. And in that time, he initially continued to come to the masjid for salah until he became too weak. And it was not possible anymore to come to the masjid only at that time, and that too, the last time when this happened. It was at the time of Isha salah, and he fell unconscious, then regained consciousness, and was helped to take a bath and then fell unconscious again and every time that he fell unconscious and regained consciousness the first question was that have the Sahaba performed the Salah already and he was informed no they haven't yet performed the Salah they are waiting for you and he again attempted to make it and again fell unconscious when this happened three times then Nabi Akareem Sallallahu gave the instruction Muru Aba Bakrin Fal Yusalli Bin Nas now instruct Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala 
tell him to go and become the Imam and lead the Salah. In his Mubarak lifetime, in his presence, Abu Bakr who was appointed the Imam of the Sahaba Ikram, which was a clear message to the Sahaba that this personality after me would lead you. In any case, then Nabi Karim Plaza was too weak to come to the Masjid, but yet in that time, one day when he gained some little energy and strength, he came to the Masjid to address the Sahaba Ikram. And he gathered them and then gave them some advice. And in that advice, among the things he said was this. He addressed them and said, that, Ya Yuhannas, Inni qaddana minni al-fuquq bayna adhurikum. That the time has come now for me to settle any rights of anybody. Because I can foresee now that my time is very close to leave. So I want to now settle any rights. Now who is speaking? The personality who never ever hurt anybody. Who never took anybody's rights. Who gave everybody everything he had and what he didn't have also he gave. There were times when somebody came and asked for something. He had nothing to give. Absolutely nothing to give. He said, you go and buy it from so and so on credit. And when the time tell him when I have something, I will pay for it. When he had nothing also he gave. So what right he is ever at Ma'asum, Nabi of Allah But leaving a message for the Ummah. That how important the matter of rights are, the rights of people. So Nabi Karim Salaam addresses the Sahaba and he says to them that look the time has come close. I need to settle anything that's outstanding. And now the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala and he's addressing those who were ready to sacrifice their lives for him, the Sahaba Ikram. And he's saying to them that if there was anybody Mankana Jalatullahu Zaharan Inkana Ahadun Kat Jalatullahu Zaharan Fahada Zahari Falyastaqid Minu. If I lashed anybody on his back unjustly, then look, I'm standing here, my back is present, you come take revenge. Who's saying it and to who is he saying it? The greatest personality to ever set foot on earth and the greatest of Allah's creation. And he is presenting himself in front of his Sahaba who were ready to be sacrificed for him. And he's saying, look, if I hurt somebody, I cause some taklif to anybody, then please come and take revenge now. Look, if I offended anybody's honor, I said some harsh word to somebody that hurt him, then I am present now. My honor is in front for you. You take your event. You say the word back to me. Subhanallah, can we imagine this? That on the member of Nabi Karim sallam, he is seated on the member and he is addressing the Sahaba Ikram. And he says, if I ever offended anybody's honor, I said some word which was not in order. And what is our condition? We will say what we want all kinds of vulgarity sometimes, the worst kind of obscenity, sometimes to somebody who is just anybody else, meaning not known to us, or maybe some customer or staff, and sometimes even those under our own roof, our own wives and children too in Sweden. And think nothing about it. 
and worse than that, sometimes even terrorists on it. And a person thinks nothing about it, so what? He deserved it, or she deserved it. That's the response then. And here the Mia Karim starts to be saying, look, if I have ever said something out of turn, something that hurt somebody, please take your revenge now. وَمَنْ أَخَسْتُ لَهُ مَالًا فَهَذَا مَالِي فَلْيَسْتَقِدْ مِنْهُ If I've taken anybody's wealth wrongly, unjustly, then all whatever I possess now is available here in front of you, meaning I'm here to do it. Please take your revenge now, claim what you need to claim now. Now one is to put this forward. Sometimes when somebody has to make some apology for something which he has done, he has committed some wrong to somebody and now he has to apologize, and he sends a small little message somewhere in private. Though this was done and the person was offended in public, he said, okay, please man, my mistake, sorry. And you know, these things happen and that's the end of the story. Nabiya Karim Sassim is doing this in public though he owed nobody anything. And he did not hurt anybody. And then on top of that, he's still not just leaving it and just saying it. He says, further, Allah la yakulanna rajulun. Nobody should ever say this, that I'm afraid of being begrudged by the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That there'll be some ill, if I stand up now in this gathering and I say, yes, you said this, or you did this, or you took my wealth, or I wanted that, then maybe there will be some ill feeling. He might have some negativity in his heart against me. Don't ever think in that way. Harboring any malice is not in my nature. We who claim to be the followers of Nabiya Kareem وسلم, we claim to love him, we claim to be very, very, wanting to be very close to him. But this is also something for us to look in our hearts. Nabiya Kareem Salaam is saying, this is not my nature. I don't harbor any malice for anybody. My heart is completely clean for everyone. So if we want to be close to him, what kind of hearts we are supposed to have? What kind of hearts we are supposed to keep for everybody? This is not my way, I don't keep any malice for anybody. So don't ever think that I'm going to have any malice for anyone. So nobody should ever think in this way. And then further Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that, Remember Allah, inna ahabbakum ilayya. مَنْ أَخَذَ حَقًّا إِنْ كَانَ لَهُ أَوْ حَلَّلَنِي حَتَّى لَقِيمُ اللَّهَ وَأَنَا طَيِّبُ النَّفْسِ Remember the most beloved person to me. Forget having any malice, any negativity, any ill feeling. The most beloved person to me would be the one that if he has some rights over me, he comes and claims it. Or otherwise then he forgives me for it. So that when I meet Allah wa Ta'ala, I meet Allah Ta'ala in a way that I'm completely clean, completely free of any rights of anybody, and I can meet Allah Ta'ala with a happy heart. This is the masum Nabi of Allah wa Ta'ala, who had no blemish, no fault, no sin, no fault. But this is his level of concern, that he wants to meet Allah wa Ta'ala without anything outstanding for anybody. Allah had already given him the indication that your time is now coming very soon. We have no idea when it will come. We're thinking we are hearty and healthy and fine and we are making long-term plans, 5-year plan, 10-year plan, 25-year plan. 
and sometimes the plants are being 50 years also. But we have no idea what can happen before when the time to leave this masjid already. There have been many incidents. People came hail and hearty for the Juma Salah. MashaAllah, this was their good fortune that their janaza left from the masjid. They came for Juma Salah and in the Salah, somebody, somebody before the Salah, somebody after the Salah didn't leave the masjid alive. He passed away in the masjid. We have no idea. Allah Ta'ala bless us with moth. That is a moth that he is pleased with. And a moth in his obedience and pleasure. So in any case, Nabi Karim Salah is saying this, look, don't think I'm going to harbor any feeling. You will be more beloved to me if you take your rights. Otherwise then forgive me. Because I want to meet Allah Ta'ala in this manner. How many times have I sat and pondered in this manner, thought about it, that if I have to suddenly meet Allah Ta'ala, what will be my condition? And we all have to meet Allah Ta'ala. What, what is my position in terms of the rights of people? How many people I saw it and thought nothing about it? How many people are humiliated and degraded and felt what it's so what? So what? On the day of Qiyamah we'll understand so what? It comes in the Hadith Sharif, a person will come on the day of Qiyamah. A great amount of good deeds, a lot of Salah, fasting, Hajj, Umrah, great amount of charity. But at the same time he has also trampled the rights of people. Somebody's wealth was usurped, somebody wasn't given the right of inheritance. Somebody was, just now on some pretext, person give, not given his full, no, I only want to pay you half, you didn't do the job properly. Meanwhile, we know the job only maybe 1% was not in order. We made it a 50% problem. And we felt so happy about it, we cut in half. And all kinds of things and pretexts in which people's rights are trampled. But on the day of Qiyamah, there will be no rands and cents and dollars and pounds to now settle the score. On that day, the score will be settled with deeds with amal. Nabi Karim says, this is the pauper of my ummah. He'll come on the day of Qiyamah with all these good deeds to his credit, but now also he trampled the rights of people. And people will queue up that this person trampled my rights, this person swore at me, this person made my rebirth, this person did this and did that. I want to be recompensed. So now, okay, what happened to you? He swore at me. Okay, you take away so many of his salah. What happened to you? He usurped my wealth. You take away 500 of his accepted salah for one dirham. What happened to you? He did this to me. Well, you take so much. What happened to you? Well, there's nothing left now. So, okay, you give him your sins. He came with mountains of good deeds. Nabi Then the people's sins who he had harmed in this world, their sins will be dumped on him. And with the sins of others, he will go to Jahannam. Allah Ta'ala save us from this. This was the message Nabiya Kareem from left. Then further, he said to the people, look, if you have rights outstanding for one another, make sure you sort it out. Don't leave it for another time. And don't anybody ever say that Fuduh uh, dunya oh, I'll get disgraced now. What people will think of me, I have to go back and tell somebody that, you know what, I quietly did this, I took something of yours, you didn't know about it, I was responsible for it. This will become a disgrace, a humiliation. Allah, la yaqulanna ahadun fuduhul dunya, Allah inna fuduhul dunya aysaru min fuduhul akhirah. The disgrace of this dunya is trivial and minor compared to the disgrace of the hereafter. So don't leave it for the hereafter. And nobody have, has ever been disgraced by doing the right thing. 
Somebody made a mistake in his life, he went and settled it. Many people, they went to finally sort it out. Look, I did the wrong thing. They were respected for that. That Allah Ta'ala created that respect in the hearts of others. Whatever happened in the past, close the chapter, sort it out and go forward. Later on, Nabi Karim Sallallahu in the last Mubarak days of his life, closer to the time of his leaving dunya, on one occasion, he said to the Sahaba that were present around him, Discussing the last parting advices on the last days of the Mubarak life of Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu One of the advices was, Expel the Mushrikeen from the Arabian Peninsula. Now that's another subject and another topic. And that's not in our control. Whatever is happening there, we make dua. Allah Ta'ala protect the Haramain Sharifain. Allah Ta'ala protect Masjid Al-Aqsa. Allah Ta'ala protect every Masjid on the earth of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala save us from all the tyranny of those who are trying to harm Deen and Muslims. But while that is not yet in our control of what's going on in the Arabian Peninsula, what's going on in our lives, in our homes, that is in our control. We may not be able to expel the Mushrikeen from the Jaziratul Arab, but the, the ways of the Mushrikeen, have we adopted that in our lives? We can expel that. We can expel the ways of the Mushrikeen that we have brought into our homes. The ways of the Mushrikeen in our businesses. The ways of the Mushrikeen in how we conduct our weddings. What kind of lifestyle we lead. Our appearance. That is not in our control. But we have control over what we do in our lives. The ways of the Yahud and Nasara. Yes, indeed, it pains us and it tears at our hearts. When whatever is going on in the world and what the Yahud are doing. But at the same time, a point of reflection in our own lives. While we make dua for the people of Palestine, for the people throughout the world who are suffering. But at the same time, we have to look deep down in our lives. While I'm cursing the Yahud, how much of their way is in my life? How much am I following in their footsteps? How much of their lifestyle I have taken in place of what? In place of the Mubarak Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa I put that aside and have taken the ways of the Yahud. What's going on in the way that sometimes cannot make out is it a Mu'mina or is it a Yahudiyah because of how both are dressed. That, that Mu'mina is also dressed like a Yahudiyah. No difference. Can't make out any difference. Now we're cursing the Yahud, but how are we taking everything of theirs? How are we going to draw down the help of Allah Taala? So in any case, this too was the advice that Nabi Akhari himself gave in the last days of his Mubarak life. Then in the very last moments of his Mubarak life, as his life was now reaching its finality in this dunya, and to the extent that it was difficult to speak, but he continued to say something. And that was the parting advice. Somebody leaves this dunya saying something. Somebody's father said something in the last moment. Somebody's mother said something. Gave him some advice, said something to him. Please sort this out or do that. He takes that to heart in such a way. This was my father's last words. That I must do this, sort this out, or sort that out. Come what may, I must do this. We're talking about somebody's father, somebody's mother, indeed, our parents are very dear to us. But Allah says, Al Nabiyu Aula bin Mu'minina min anfusihim. 
that the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala is closer to every mu'min than his own life, let alone his parents. And on the day of Qiyamah, when even parents will flee from children, and children will flee from parents, but there will be one personality saying, Ummati, Ummati. That will be Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam, concerned about us. And he is pleading to us in his last moments of life. The narrator says, فَمَا زَالَ يَقُولُهَا حَتَّى مَا يُفِيدُ بِهَا لِسَانُهُ That he continued. Continued saying it until his Mubarak tongue could not utter anything anymore. And he continued saying, be cautious and be concerned and guard your salah and be cautious about how you treat your slaves. Your salah, five times salah, five times a day, make sure it's performed correctly. Performed in the way that Nabi Karim has highlighted and emphasized and taught in the proper manner, fulfilling the adab and etiquette, establishing salah in our lives. At the time of Fajr, we should hear this ringing in our ears and in our hearts. A salah. And who's saying it? Nabi Karim is pleading in the last moments of his life. At the time of Zuhar Asar Maghrib Isha, at the time when some so-called entertainment, which is not really entertainment, that is a trap of shaitan, entertainment has trapped us, and the Muslim is saying, Hayyan al-Salah, Hayyan al-Falah, the Mubarak words of Nabi Kareem Salaam should ring in our hearts, As-Salah, wa ma malakat imanukum, what do we choose to do at that time? When that till is ringing, and the Zuhar Adhan is gone, As-Salah, should ring in our hearts from none other than the Mubarak words of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi And how you treat your subordinates. That time was slaves, all subordinates fall in the same category. And whether it's one's wife and children, whether somebody working for him, whoever it might be, all fall in that zimnan, in the same category, how we treat others. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we take these Mubarak words to heart. These are the Mubarak words of none other than Rasulullah sallam. And in such a critical time, when he is leaving and parting from this dunya, but he is so concerned that my ummah must follow the right path, so he encompassed the whole of gain in these two things. As-salah, salah is the pinnacle of all the rights of Allah Ta'ala. Person got his salah in order, inshallah the rest of the life laws regarding deen he'll follow. And wama malakat imanukum, the rights of the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala. If a person has fulfilled these two things, the rights of Allah Ta'ala, the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala, he is directly in Jannah. Allah Ta'ala bless us with this. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.